Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. TikTok is available in over 150 countries. It has over 1 billion users and has been downloaded over 210 million times in the United States alone. With its ability to customize your viewing experience using its algorithm and creative tools that allow you to build on trends, it can be easy to spend all day on the platform. It definitely creatively... It was the one that kind of blew us away like, oh, wow, this could be this could be the best app in the world. But is that a good thing for Americans? That's what Congress is trying to decide. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. The United States Congress is deliberating whether or not to force the sale of or outright ban TikTok in America. They came together last week to question Xiaozi Chu the CEO of TikTok, about the possible dangers the app poses to the American people. The first voice you will hear is of Claudia Rast. She is the practice department chair for the Cybersecurity and Emerging Tech Group at Betzel Law Firm, and she breaks down what Congress is so worried about. It's an issue because of the potential national security concerns with regard to the app owner uh, being a Chinese company. And as you probably know, most companies in China, um, to be able to operate fully and freely, generally have a party affiliation with the Communist Party in China. And so there are concerns that information that may be uploaded, uh, user profiles, information that's shared on the app could ultimately be reached and used by the Chinese government. Like all social media apps, TikTok recommends videos for you based on previous ones you may have watched, as well as contains your user data such as email, age, first name, and last name. And that data in the wrong hands can be harmful. It's generally broad social engineering data, the same way that threat actors that try to steal our identity will use information that may be freely available on Facebook, for example, knowing where you're going, what you're doing, who your friends are, then masquerading as one of those friends to really gather more information, to reach out and have people connect, to download, potentially have malware associated with emails or or documents. So it's, it's all a, a broad social engineering concern which is even greater if you say, okay, that use goes beyond the general public and goes to government officials, state, 
local, federal, uh, so forth. TikTok is widely used. But what makes TikTok different than Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, which also has that very same data? Well, as Claudia points out, TikTok isn't American-owned, so American rules don't apply. The other perhaps more insidious thing is that Facebook and other uh, social media, Twitter and others, don't have a government such as China that has requirements um, and access to data from a government standpoint. We don't have the U.S. government requiring to have backdoors and inside information on those companies. Our laws protect us from that. And so the difference, frankly, between Facebook and the TikTok is the potential of having a Chinese government as an entity that could potentially have access uh, without the U.S. being able to, to control that access. So you have the result being, okay, we're going to ban TikTok from certain states. States have, have banned the use of TikTok for their government people. Certain colleges have banned TikTok from use, and federal government is looking at that as well. Michigan, like many states, already has some kind of security measures in place. The state has already banned TikTok from government devices over these very same concerns. But even with these concerns, it can't be denied how popular and influential the app has become here in Michigan and nationwide, especially to content creators who help support themselves by using this app. We'd leave it then. I guess we'd just go back to the other app, but at the same time, that one, that one had a lot of people and it was still growing and it could still be great if it's held responsible. It definitely creatively... It was the one that kind of blew us away like, oh, wow, this could be this could be the best app in the world. It really could. It, it, it was a huge growing fan base for us. Like it really took off fast. So I know that like TikTok really seemed to have hit and then really grew faster than everybody else. And we were part of that wave for sure. It would be really, it'd be difficult. I mean, I'd be giving up 300,000 followers. That was the voice of Garrett Fuller, a content creator and co-creator of Wayne County Life. If the site gets banned, Wayne County Life would lose up to 300,000 followers and a source of revenue. And for Garrett, that would be a hard adjustment due to how engaging the app allows its users to be. It would definitely be hard to adjust. It's one of those apps where the quickness of it can be really easy if you're a content creator. They're, you know, like these quick little clips that everyone prefers on TikTok. I feel like they made that kind of in vogue to have that type of content, the faster clips. So for us creatively, it really helps to have those because they're just, they're snappy. They can be all day, you know, like you can make them as much as you want, stuff like that. So it TikTok allows us like a constant flow of content going rather than the other apps where we might release one or two videos a week. TikTok, you have the option to do it all day if you'd like. But what is a pro for Garrett and many users is also another point of concern for Congress, who view the ability to spend hours at a time on the app dangerous for the mind. Back to Claudia. You'll recall from the Facebook hearings a year or more ago was a concern about how addictive the use can be to young people. And this is something that is a little more insidious and quite alarming with TikTok use, what they call the slow experience. And the concern with young people, the preteens and teens, which is a major 
uh, market for TikTok is that they get involved in this and ultimately it becomes an addictive thing. The concern then being as a group of individuals in this country, our future leaders, um, having been influenced by TikTok. Garrett is more than just a content creator, though. He is also the dad of two teenagers who happen to be twins. So I asked him, how does he view social media when looking through the lens of a father? Different as a dad. I know that me and my wife, we try as much as we can to, to limit it, but there's no holding back in today's world with these kids. Like they, That's part of their life now. It's another form of entertainment. It's definitely hard to keep them off, and we try and limit them. But man, I, anyone who has kids knows that that's harder said than done. We definitely have an open conversation going on in, in the house about what social media can do to you, what you are seeing, you know, are you seeing messed up stuff? And we try and put filters on it as much as we can. They're very aware of social media and like how it works and what they're seeing and how it can't be real and stuff like that. But it doesn't hold them back from watching it all day long either. Parents certainly share responsibility to monitor their kids' social media consumption. But Claudia also points out that China itself views TikTok and social media very differently than America. I would point out, though, in some comparison, that the TikTok that is available in China is far different than the TikTok available to the U.S. consumer, where China will only have instructional educational uh, opportunities in its videos with young people that it will limit their use to 40 minutes a day and no more for those who are under 14 and limit that use to under three hours, no more than three hours if you're under 18. So the Chinese government sees um, this flow experience as ultimately uh, concerning and uh, restricts it. Would that kind of rule fly in the United States, though? Would the government limiting usage or even banning an app altogether set a dangerous precedent here? When you have the ability to express yourself, uh, that is a, a right protected by the First Amendment. And as individuals use TikTok for that self-expression, um, that is certainly a, a fundamental right. But the, the slippery slope is not as, as steep or long as it could otherwise be. There was a SHIELD Act that was passed last year in which it provided certain powers when national security concerns are at play. And I believe that is what is being used in this potential ban. And again, there will be certainly much more discussion um, and more hearings before any such ban does occur. As Claudia said, there is still time until we find out TikTok's fate on a national level. In the meantime, though, you can enjoy the memes and the funny videos to your heart's content. But if anything, just try and be aware of how long you have been enjoying it. Thanks to Claudia Rast and Garrett Fuller for lending their expertise and experiences to this episode. And as always, this episode would not be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.